podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my key, to review the Baku GP in Azerbaijan. Uh, I am joined by Chris. How are we doing, Chris? I'm good, I'm good. It's nice to be here in the studio. So let's talk about that boring race. Uh, listen, I nearly fell asleep, man. But yeah, we're going to be in the studio uh, more often. We spoke about this last year uh, when we recorded in the studio last year. So we're going to keep providing the best audio quality we can. Uh, I'm also joined by Mars. Yo, he's saying, just fighting this chair, bro. I don't even know how to work it. <laughs> <laughs> I get yourself comfy, man. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to be, we've got a lot. Hand on the right. It's, it was oh, a lot. I've stopped the back from going back. Oh, You're oh, leaning in that? Yeah. You good? Bro, like a drunkard. <laughs> hey, a pod like a drunkard, man. You know the vibes. We'll go nah, but I've, done, I've done that twice and uh, yeah. You've, yeah, I know you've podded <laughs> Trump before. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this old school listener, they remember this guy's podded with a whole bottle of wine. You get me? Um, but uh, before we get started, follow us on Pitstop Fracker on Twitter. Follow us on Pitstop Fracker on Instagram. Follow us on Pitstop Fracker on TikTok. And if you're watching this on YouTube, sorry we haven't got the visuals today. We've had a technical difficulty. But uh, please put a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a comment. We'd love to hear everything that uh, you guys have to say. And please subscribe. If you're listening on the pit, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please give us a five star review. Give us a give us a nice comments. You know, uh, it all helps us out. But we'll get started. Firstly, uh, Baku was the first time we've had uh, the new sprint uh, format. So the new format is uh, quality on a Friday, obviously, like the old sprint format, and then you have quality. You only have one practice session on the Friday morning, and then on Saturday morning you have a sprint quality session, and then you have the sprint race, and then you have the race on the Sunday. So there's only one practice session. Uh, so that's the new change. Um, so it, it it became quite difficult for a lot of teams. Um, what, firstly, I'm gonna come to you, Chris. What did you think about the new format? Do you think it worked? Is it better than the old format, or should it just get rid of sprint races altogether? I like the new format. It's more of a thing of if the race is good it will look a lot better i like the fact there's a lack of practice it's like in f2 it's about these drivers showing that they're the guy and not just any old rubbish guy that you have to 
nail it from the very beginning, make the most of what you've been given and, you know, fly. So, and if you have a stinker, you can just reset the entire car like um, Hulkenberg and Ocon did. So, like, make it work. It's either you go there and show your him or change the whole thing and do drives from the back. It provides more entertainment. So, I'm with it. Uh, I did uh, actually comment about this. I said that one practice session, that's going to really, like, sort the men from the boys because there's a lot of drivers out there that are very dependent on having a perfect setup so just going into a car that's not really uh perfect for the conditions and you haven't really mastered it over three hours of practice sessions uh will be difficult for some and then uh that practice session got cut short um because of uh gasly's engine blowing up uh, and causing a red flag as well so it's even less time for everybody else um, to get ready for the weekend. And in this track like Baku, you need to get some rhythm and it's not really like every other track. So um, I think this is a marker. Whoever had a stinker this weekend, you know who they are. You watched it. Just just un- understand why they had a stinker, right? Um, Mars, what do you think of this new layout, this new sprint format? Is it better than the last one or should it just get rid of sprint races? I never really asked you your opinion about sprint races. Sprint, uh, I think I was, we were on a pod like a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about um, what can we do to improve sprint races, and I think sprint races decent idea. Um, it's an extra race. I do like that. I like the co- the concept of it, but I don't like the execution. Like that. Sorry, the idea is a good idea to have sprint races. I think yeah, but the actual execution, the concept that they come up with, not the greatest. I feel like I I said I think last time I said. Um, think it should be more team-based rather than driver-based. Drivers shouldn't really get points for it. Um, I think it should be used more as a development tool as well. I mean, they've got an F1 Academy or whatever. Use it to bring new drivers through race for teams. So like, even if you want to say, like, we're going to have you do a sprint race on this weekend, it might not bring them out audience in, but it does help highlight younger drivers that are coming through as well. Um and it just gives them an opportunity to be in the F1 car and actually really show what they can do instead of just one race at Monza and everyone thinking it's a good race when it's a really easy track at Monza and then you come out and you stink up the joint. But, you know, if you had the opportunity to have a sprint race, then multiple sprint races, you'll be able to see and identify who's actually a real racer and ready for F1. Um, we'll leave to your guys' imagination who you're talking about regarding Monza. Um yeah, so you're, you're saying it should be used as a platform for teams to kind of like showcase their academy and their young talent. And exactly, yeah. Uh, give them the opportunity to be part of a race weekend that's not actually F2 or F3, but actually exactly. an F1 car and going around the circuit. Exactly, and, you're, and I think, yeah, just one one car per, um, per team and you'd be able to get uh, constructors points based on that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to see Petrol Fittipaldi drive a horse <laughs> at all. That guy's oh, not good. 10-man race. He could do something in the 10-man race. He won't. He's not good. He got a super license by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be real with that. You know what, yeah. As I said, but it's, again, it separates, yeah, you're it right. separates you're the right. talent from if the there's points on the li- If there's points on the line, the constructors team, a team will be like, I want the best driver possible. Exactly. So I'm not going to put Fittipaldi in there. That's their only else. young no, no, driver. They will hire another young driver. For that purpose, I don't trust Gunter's management or knowledge of drivers to to get that done. Like experienced guys, he's good. Young guys, he ain't it. Uh, another cast member um, actually said that we should um, each team should just have a 
basically everyone should just provide like a spec car spec car and everybody just goes around it now so you can kind of figure out what's going on who's the who's the best thing you call machinery like answer the question that people want to ask um what do you think about that i think spec cars is good but then it's basically f2 isn't it um that i it's not, not re- spec, it's not it's it's not it's at the same time yeah the teams are better than others and yeah because obviously but it's it's about the engineering isn't it and i think that's what f1 is the pinnacle of engineering and you want to be able to get the pinnacle for a sprint race rather than a setup for a race day and then you still have to use that same setup for your sprint race it's not going to be as good so i think um yeah for a sprint race if you you're, you're focusing that you know this car is going to be on a sprint this is the driver that's going to do it. You know how you can set it up, blah, blah, blah. I think that works. But I think spec car, in a way, can work as well. It's not like, it's not a terrible idea. It's not, it's quite, it's not, but it's not quite what F1 is, basically. Put all them in and go cars, man. <laughs> I want to track to so see what I got. Then I can answer the, the real questions that you ain't got all that fancy tech of yours, have you? Um, but it's it's, a bit, it's been a bit of a hit and miss. For me personally, Get rid of sprint races. I'm tired, man. We're, how many races have we done now? Stinks. We've only had one. Good no, 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 no. Stinks. Or two. Brazil last year was good. We've only had two. Austria last year was good. I don't think. I don't Austria think. I don't think Brazil was good. You're saying Brazil was good. Brazil 2021 you know was good. He, no. You know why I said the Brazil sprint race is good. No, no, no. <laughs> Who won it? I didn't watch it. No, no, no. It wasn't even that. I was thinking about Mick going from last to like P12. I saw overtakes. I was like. This is what I want to no, see. That's just Interlagos, though. Yeah, no, no. But it's like if it might be a track sprint race. It should just be at Interlagos. Yeah, and, the, it, and Austria, and that's it. Like you can't do it in a track like Baku where you can't yeah. really overtake. These mm. guys were breathing heavy to overtake today. Yeah, yeah. And to do that in a sprint race uh, without like a ma- the only overtakes was happening when you've got a major differential and types of. All right, that'll be real. Uh, Toto messed up the sprint race. With his uh, silly idea of raising the floor level, so no, we're, that's we're where it goes. It, it, it wasn't just him; it was also Pirelli. Those tires were not good because the softs and the mediums weren't usable, and the last hards lasted the entire race. A little bit of tire management, and then they lasted like forty laps. You yeah. know what? I watched the F two race this morning, yeah, and then I thought, Yo, Pirelli stink. Because what have they done with these tires? Like, why? Why are they either falling off after two laps, and then the the compound after that? Is it'll last the whole race. I saw Awasa yeah. and Hadja basically do a whole race on the same tyre. I was like, well, that's what Ocon did and Hulkenberg. They basically did a whole race on the same yeah. tyres. Why are these tyres not And they were off? keeping up pace for, what, 47 laps? You had all them men that were behind Hulkenberg and Ocon change onto those tyres. So they had fresher hards yeah. and they couldn't overtake because those hards were still fresh. Yeah, it's crazy. They didn't have grain in. They were cool. They were fine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, Pirelli... So I don't think a lot of people are talking about. Obviously, they're blaming uh, the, the FOM uh, because obviously they made the reg. They blaming Domenico Carli, but I'm like, yo, Pirelli, these tires are not. They're not doing what they're supposed but, to do. But is that they just track? Is that going to just be track specific at Baku, or is that um, going to be like a running full? Because I mean, Saudi had high temperatures, but Saudi the tire te- the tire degradation was quite good, didn't it? Yeah, no, but, but maybe because it's a newer track. I think because Baku as well. Street. You no, know, we usually do Baku in June. Yeah. It's way hotter. Yeah. Why did they do it in April? The temperature was way lower. Also, oh, and they, they couldn't get temperature into the tires. Yeah. Usually in Baku, them man's tires are on fire. Wait, Baku's normally in June. Yeah, a bit later. It's yeah. usually before uh, Canada. Oh, 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they've moved, they brought it forward. So and they resurfaced they... the road as well. So, what? So. I don't get why did they why did not bring through, bring my uh, Miami forward, then Canada? No, no, it's no, too cold in Canada. The dish. Yeah, no, it's work. It's 25 Canada. degrees in Canada right now, brother. Yeah, no, it's too much of a risk. It's too much of a risk weather-wise. Yeah, because you don't yeah, know when it's going to snow as well. That's like saying Silverstone's a risk, man. Come on. No, Silverstone's always a risk. You know what I mean? That's why they have it in July. It's the one month <laughs> where we can do it safely. Yeah. Crazy. Um, okay, we'll move on to Quali. Quali in the UK was at 2 p.m. on a Friday. I did not watch this live. I was, this we, 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 I was we, in meetings. Where we arguing in the group chat about what's at the sprint race? This is, this is <laughs> joke, Obviously, I know Baku's four hours ahead of the UK, and um, that, I think that's like six pm their time. So yeah. yeah, if they do it any later, then it's going to be dark. But just please do it in the morning at least, like because people have lights, people are out here. You know what I mean? To be fair, on a Friday afternoon. Most people are not really working. You're in the office or you're in your house logged in, but you're not working. Your employers are listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was working. My colleagues were working. They saw me. I was working. I was working. I was working, working. I don't know what this guy's talking about. I don't, I I don't know about you, man. Hey, check the emails, innit? <laughs> this guy scheduled emails between two and three. What about Quali lost about two hours, bruv. Set so, up the meeting with yourself. No, no, no. Say, so it out on teams. Do you know what's so funny? I literally, uh, I watched Quali after. And then I was like, why is the, the quality on the sky? You know, why is it such a long time? I don't get understand. <laughs> why is Q1 so long? Because of the, the mayhem that we call Q1. Why just, just what's going on? Is this what happens when nobody has practice? It's what happens when guys who are not him don't have practice because they just stink out. And who are you referring to? De Vries, Signs. Did Gasly also bin it in quali? His car set on fire. No, no. Ga- Gasly's car was on fire in practice. Oh, practice. practice. And then oh. he, he binned it. They were working on it over lunch break, sweating, you know what I mean? Just doing a madness Alpine to get his car ready. That both sides of the garage to get it ready. Ocon's side of the garage to get his car ready. Man binned it in quali. Q1. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, because I, I went straight in the track and said he needs to be moved up. So, um,. Firstly, okay, do you know what? Yeah, we're going to bring this forward. Uh, let's talk about the reason. Because certain man on the cast was saying, first Dutch world champion. Certain man saying, yeah, he deserves a seat. A lot of people were saying he deserved a seat. Like, and if you looked at it on paper, yeah, he's got the accolades. He's a grown man. He's got a lot of racing experience. He shouldn't really be struggling this much yet. I'm going to ask you, Chris, first, yeah? Is this just people... Is just him generally stinking it out and not looking like he's on the level? Or is just uh, Yuki Tsunoda just levels above this guy? Both. It's both. So, he's not levels. And when you hear him speak, you can tell he's not levels. The way he's speaking is not a man who's confident or a man who's like... It's always an excuse. And it's always like a... Own it, bruv. You've you've not been good. Sonoda's smoking you, but you're not like a kid where it's like you have to do a lot of adapting. You've been in F1 cars. You've done testing. You've done all those practice sessions last year. You've been in a race. Like, you've won in Formula E. You've won F2 how many million years ago? So, like, own it. Although his F2 season was one of the worst ones. No, no, let's not talk about the F2 season. Let's talk about um, that 
why is Stoffel not in his seat? Why did Stoffel not get another chance? Because I feel like Stoffel's better. That is Stoffel did not look this bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That is 100% McLaren's fault. They tanked his stock and didn't admit that they treated him badly but until that last after year, who was the Formula E champion? Stoffel, who put Nick in the dirt in the same team. It's because Nick got all the chances because he'd never been in F1. So he's like the shiny new toy. It's just, it's just, it's not looking good for Formula E, first of all, because that was, that was your champ. The funny thing, the funny thing about that is, is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> Mac- <laughs> microwave engines, is this your king? He, he, he They called him the fan boost champion, because that, that was what was giving him all the advantage. So like, I allow it, man. It's Any crazy. racing series that got fan boost to make your car go faster, allow it, man. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that. What is this? Oh, Bloody uh, um... Super Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Bro, man got the bullet bill every race, bro. <laughs> no way. But honestly, like he's just not looking there. And obviously, I feel like some people may say we're being harsh because he's only it's only been four races now. I'm sorry, but we've got the only race that he was decent at this year was Bahrain. If I'm was he decent in Bahrain? He was decent in Bahrain. I we saw him in person. I saw him get dunked on by Yuki. Yeah, he uh, was way behind. Like, like Logan was decent. Logan, in was, Logan looked impressive. Maybe I'm getting them confused, <laughs> but I think I saw Yuki overtake two men on one corner. I don't think he was the performance the Reese put in. In considering how bad the Alvatari is as well, I don't think the performance he put in at um, Bahrain was that bad. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Is the Alvatari that bad? Because is, that's uh, two P11s for Yuki and, a P- Three, and two P10s. Oh, two, yeah. Two P10s and two P11s. But, but Yuki's cooking. Yeah, but then I'm also going to say De Vries is whack. De Vries is not good. So if De Vries was about that life, you'd be like P12. Because what my, you know, my he'd, thing he'd, is... He'd be next to it. At Bahrain, he didn't struggle that much. But every other race where the track's more difficult, he struggled. But Baku, not exactly the easiest track to get around. I'm surprised he didn't bin it in a castle. I'm literally surprised he didn't bin no, it he, in a castle. He, he couldn't reverse today. No, he, the broke the, he broke the um, suspension. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a bozo. He's hit, he hit. How many times did he stop a session this weekend? So he stopped, stopped the quality session. Yeah, I think he stopped. He stopped the quality session on Friday. He stopped practicing as well, didn't it? Did he stop practice? No, he stopped practice. I thought it was Yuki that stopped practice. No, Yuki stopped practice. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because Yuki didn't have no practice and then he cooked. Yeah. So Yuki didn't have DRS in one of those sessions. No, no, no. Yuki, you know he the first person to dust yeah. his car in practice. So then he had no practice whatsoever. Everybody else had practice. He didn't even have any laps, basically. And then... Um, Actually, wait, wait, wait. Do you know what he did? He, Was it, he crashed um, Yuki in the sprint race. Yeah, he crashed Yuki in the sprint race. Yeah, and then uh, certain people like Anik and so on in the group chat was trying to run agenda. And Nam, we're gonna name and them because they're ruining my Yuki hate thing. Because it's like I was doing it, and it was you run calm. agenda for another driver put you in the wall. I don't understand what's going on here. It's insane stuff. Like it doesn't even make sense. There's no tact in the hating. Like it's like, <laughs> listen, man, Marks, you're you're a professional here. Uh, you have to have some class. Yeah, yeah you, you have got, to have, you got to have some like logic to your exactly. Agendas. You can't. If you can't come up with something, even if it's non-factual, you've got to at least make it sound factual. These might just say, oh, Yuki again. And it's like, well, you haven't got the full story. You've, all we've seen is, okay, Yuki's out of the race. Um, was it out of quality? Oh, no, sorry, the sprint race. And then you're saying, Yuki again. I, I ignore it. As soon as I see Annex name pop up, I ignore it. That's the, it. The game of hating is gone. 
the art of the game. You know how they talk about the art of football is gone. Like they, they, they lost the, the people are not doing stepovers no more. It's all robotic. The art of hating is gone. It is. It is. These men are hating, not even hating properly. Hey, look, I've got the two haters here. Top three, two haters. You know what I mean? Are, are we demoting them from the top three? Because he's not doing it with any uh, with any any skill right now, you know. I think Nam's he's doing kick and run. A lot of a lot of Nam's hating was based on Max Verstappen being an illegitimate champion. So now that's kind of that was a legitimate champion. It's kind of not really like hitting the same anymore because he can't go after Max constantly. Like before, it was like, yeah, all right, I could I could I could dig this, but now it's just a bit, hmm. Right, brother, nah. But then he also, but Nam also has like some good points as well. Like he he will hate when he needs to hate. Like he was hating on um about the time when it was a sprint race, and he probably was right as well. Sprint race on a Friday, uh, nah, maybe nah. not, maybe. Nah, nah, nah. nah you might need to go I, back. I enjoy my Friday know. nights, even if I'm in my house. I just don't want to watch Formula One on a Friday night. It makes me sick. It makes me sick. I was like, what? Why am I? I, had to, I came home and I had to watch Formula One before I went to sleep. I fell asleep anyway. I fell asleep before Q3 anyway. I was like, I had to watch that in the morning. I was like, this is a joke, man. Uh, um, talking about Q3, though. Charles Percival Leclerc. Three poles in a row in Baku. No. What did you think of his performance? Qualifying on Friday. What did you think of his performance? Because um, he showed them was good. levels. It was good. It was good. I know you're not too much of a big fan of Leclerc, but is if he if he's taking out somebody that you don't like, aka Max Verstappen. I have no beef with um, Leclerc. I think it was a good session, good first session for him. But we all knew what was going to happen. It's like a pointless poll. This is uh, this is my whole uh, storyline. Uh, does quality matter? You know what I mean? I I think I, I, it, I, I, I think it shows something, right? Over yeah. one lap, I think he's definitely better than Max Verstappen over one lap, and if they were in equal cars. The quality record would look crazy. Yeah, yeah. Even though Max may win in the races, the quality record would look crazy between them. You know what I mean? So, uh, do, do you know what it is? For me, that pole position is showing that one Leclerc's a part of the elite six of drive, elite six drivers on the grid, and two that when Ferrari are not doing stupid Ferrari things, the car is the second best car, and. It's not that bad, and maybe we were a bit being is a it, bit dramatic. Is it the second best car? AM didn't have DRS. The whole of quality. Alonso's not catching the man there. No, no, Alonso's not better than Leclerc uh, qualifying. Uh, Leclerc is top two qualifying. Yeah, no, no, but it's more the thing of. I'm talking about if the Ferrari a better car than Aston Martin. I don't think it is. We don't know yet. I think wasn't uh, didn't Alonso finish the race like right behind Leclerc? Literally right behind him. He left Science for dust. Yeah, because Science is terrible. Science is bottom three drivers of the season. He stinks. <laughs> Isn't he like a significant amount of points ahead? Listen, I want to get on to Lewis because yeah, I'm not passing him, bruv. I'm, I'm, I'll be real with you. Huh? I'm disappointed in Lewis not passing him. That's because the Merck car stinks. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That, that should have happened. That should have happened. No, I, 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 I don't I, care I how concerned. bad that was concerned. I, can't, I don't care how bad that Merck is. Lewis should have passed him. I'm sorry. Alonso passed him. Uh, That's because no, but uh, uh, not to say like Hamilton didn't cook. Obviously, we'll speak about it. In the yeah, episode. Hamilton did cook yeah, but I'm saying uh, Sainz was not performing. Man, Sainz was moving like how he moved in uh, Singapore last year when Norris was catching him. And I'm like, how are you letting a McLaren catch you to for podium? You, are you scared? You're scaring me right now. You're in a Ferrari, bro. Um, 
sometimes it's just not there, especially on street tracks. It's just not there for him. Yeah, he's a very much a. Again, the whole Ferrari team have bozo moments and just weekends where they're a bit rubbish, and he just had a weekend where he's rubbish. But even this season, it's been multiple weekends of being rubbish. The only race where he showed good race pace was Australia, and then he took out Alonso and ended up out of the points anyway. So with Leclerc, do you think, obviously, Ferrari are going to be the biggest competitors to Red Bull now? Or is it just going to be very much just Red Bull running away with it and it's just going to be Perez versus Max? Because showing, slapping on pole is a sign. It's not a sign of anything, man. No, no, no. It is Monaco. This is your one opportunity to win. Yeah, I agree with that. Slow quarters, that's it. It's their uh, one in, yeah, in reality, if he slapped it on pole with Monaco, he wins. Yeah. We said that last year. We said that <laughs> we said that last year, obviously, because of the strategy and so on. So I'll say technically, with the way he drove this weekend, if that was in Monaco, yeah. he yeah, would have won the, won the race. But that's only because they wouldn't be able to overtake it. Yeah. And both Max and Perez overtook it. From what we saw, um, they did a, I saw the thing on the side-by-side where they um, did an animation of it, of Max with Leclerc. And you can tell that Ferrari was like it was gaining within the slow corners. So wherever they've done, wherever the slow corners in the circuits, the Ferrari will make up pace. But it's it's not really lacking pace down the straights either. So it's good it's enough. Just, it's just the Red Bull's OP on the straights. Yeah, compared to everybody else. Yeah, but I don't. I also don't think that the Ferrari is the second best car either. I, do you know what? It's, I'm gonna put a question mark. Only I think it's better than the Mercedes. I just put in a question mark on if it's better than the the AM because the I AM don't. I, I think all three of those cars they're all on the same level. And Mercedes, in, no, Mercedes think, in that quality session, I couldn't believe. No, I couldn't believe Russell was out in uh, Q2 and then Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton nearly got out qualified by Norris. It's like one tenth. All right, maybe, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe I think a lot, wise. maybe Merck, Merck, a lot is more driver dependent by, I, I might think that, but I think overall, they're not, those three cars aren't far off each other. I think it's very interchangeable. I think maybe later Track on in the dependent. season, yeah, we're going to see different things. Um, if, um, Merck, look- if the Merck actually do bring some type of major developments here to Imola um, and, they ten- and they work out, you'll see a, like a big fight for second, I think. I'm just waiting for um, Leclerc to have steady, good weekends because he's. I'm not looking at signs anymore. It's like looking at um, Stroll. They're like they're not of the required level when we're talking about the front, front guys. Why? Why cocky Stroll? So, What's going on? That guy was smacking into the wall. Stroll's injured, brother. He's used to healed, man. It's been no, enough time, no, bro. He's had an extra month. He was being disadvantaged. He has to catch up, you know. Let him get to. That's why I gave him I mean? the first couple of times off. Like I'm, I'm. Is now he was cooking in Saudi, obviously. Uh, Merc uh, engines. Merc engines. Cooking in Bahrain because he cooked your boy. That's because Merc gave gave him a five second pit stop. Don't matter. With no risk, man. Cooked your boy. He uh, was catching Lewis. Australia. Mm. Today. Mm. You know okay. I mean? But we'll I think wait. I think uh, uh, maybe Alonso set him up because he told him. Yes, uh, try this with the brake differential. And the man fell off the road the right away. Sliding all over the gap and I was overtaking him. No, Alonso is sick. Alonso is sick. Alonso is sick. How can you tell him to do that and then he starts sliding all over the place? Um, Alonso, maybe a change of man. 
Maybe Taylor Swift has changed it. No, no, no. You it's know? the honeymoon period. You know, when you're settling in, being nice to babe, taking her to another cough and all that, before you, you, you go back to your old ways and you just be like, just hold the McDonald's of Uber Eats. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, Charles Paul. That's 3 99 delivery. I can't lie. That's it. <laughs> 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 um, well, so, Charles Paul, Max Verstappen second, Perez third. Then they had another quality session on the Saturday morning. Um, do you think this is pointless? That was well, it was because I was still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was, in the UK, guys, it was on at like nine thirty in the morning. I, see. I was awake. I'm I'm an F two watcher, so I'm used to yeah, those early hours. I was hours. Up, I was watching F two. That F two race was insane. But, oh, they're awful, man. Oh, they're awful. Somebody asked us a question to do an F two dedicated podcast. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, no, I'm here for it. Boy, if we did, uh, what was it? <laughs> if we do the Bozo Awards or whatever. There'll be a hella man on that list every week. My boys is winning that competition. The they couldn't get round yeah. turn one. Oh my god! You know what it is? Multiple drivers just said, "I ain't breaking for that." No, do you time. know what? Deruvula, I think, was the only one I allowed. Deruvula just had no choice. Yeah, he had no choice. But Martin's just went straight <laughs> into the wall. Like <laughs> what? My boy, what killed me? It wasn't even Martin's. It was how going front because he made the first part of the corner and he just smacked into the side of the barrier. Like, why did you go out? Like, because I didn't clock it the first time I watched it because I saw you see Martin's and you yeah, see Paul Scherer and um, Baby Leclerc, yeah, all go in and you see doing like crashing before he even reaches the corner. Like, man, locked up, start spinning around before the corner. Like, what on earth are these men doing? Uh, the, the, the other two, uh, Baby Leclerc. And whoever I don't know where he was. Their man, they literally just drove straight in. It was like there was no reason for them. It was just like Do you know what's so funny? It's like that, the ADHD there was just like kicked two in. Laps left, man. What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with you, man? But uh shout outs to uh, before we move on, shout outs to Oddie Bearman. Seventeen years old, pole position with a broken steering wheel. Man was on the straight like that. To be you fair, it was his own fault because he had a bozo moment. He had a bozo him. moment, but for him to slap it on pole yeah. where like he can't even the, the whole steering was effed is insane. And then won the sprint race. And then to get that final overtake as well. Yeah, final overtake and then um, winning the race today as well. Quite comfortably, the feature race. I didn't um, watch the feature race. Signs in trouble. That guy enters F1. Problem is, where is he going to go? No, he's going to have to do a, a little stint at Alfa Romeo or Haas or something. You know what I mean? Williams. I do not want Gunter Steiner's hands on that boy. <laughs> like, we've seen Gunter Steiner with three young drivers and it's all gone to crap each time. Like, put him in Alfa Romeo or Williams or something. It has to be some, somewhere like that, but he definitely... Uh, bright talent for the future. Um, but, yeah. Sprint quality... I don't understand what it is about. Uh, don't really. Yeah, they tried to do one this one, sh- one shot thing. They had uh, Lando Norris and Yuki Tsunoda not having enough tyres to. Didn't uh, make sense. If they got into Q3, they couldn't compete in Q3. So guess what happens? Norris ent- got into Q3 and couldn't bloody do it. And then um, Oscar Piastri was right behind him, like milliseconds behind him. And yeah, didn't even give him a toe. So couldn't even get through. No. Uh, I just, I just think it's. Even, I think even the rules within the. If you're gonna do one shot quality, do it properly. Yeah, I think. Don't do this Formula One is the only sport in the world where they can make up rules the week before. No, maybe not even a week before, the day before for something, and you just have to go with it. 
just doesn't make sense it's like, at it's all. Like, it's like football Premier League saying tomorrow, um, you know what, there's a green card. Yeah. It's in between <laughs> yellow and a red. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like we're saying, fuck it, we're just going to put a new rule in. Just craziness. No voting. They, they do voting, obviously. Yeah, they do. They do, they do vote, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But I'm saying, just like not having this in place in the first place before the season starts and everybody's going to be aware of it. Yeah, it's just, it's just, they're just on vibes, right? Do you know what? I'm for it because I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be on the Twitter timeline or all that during FP2, yeah, and everyone just complaining about stuff. I'm like talking about practice. I don't care about practice. Bro, like, this is like the fourth rule change of the season. Is that the fourth rule change of the season? That, do you know what's so funny as well? They're definitely gonna have to change the rules again. Yeah. Because right now cars can't. I think they should make so it. So they're going to change something. I think they should make if they're going to do it time trial or um one lap. I think it should, should be one lap. Yeah. But everybody will be crying on the thing and be like, oh, "Yeah, changing conditions. Why but you're not good. Da, da, da. Shut up. Your order's your order, isn't it? If you, no, if you no. don't do, if you do your exactly. lapping, then no, 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 no. Order the championship. Yeah. That's where you, that's that's where you go. No, 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 no. I think we should have it on a timed session, but everyone can go out only once. So it's like you have one warm up lap, one lap. So it's like you have say that the last Q3 session yeah. where you have like five minutes to do your lap, everyone has to do their lap in that five no, minutes. No, that would cause too much traffic if there's 20 cars though. Okay. That's the problem. That only worked for Q3 because there's only 10 cars. Okay, fine. Or nine cars, I mean. Then then the the rest can do championship order. The top 10 in the championship can do to do that. Um, Perez uh, bottled that polo in uh, spring quality. Because yeah. like he was toying with Max, you know. He was cooking because he was going fastest in sector one. Perez don't want pole, and then he was losing time in sector two. So he decided, oh, let me save my tires in sector one. Let me go slow there, and then he cooked sector two. Then he bottled sector three to Leclerc. I'm like, what are you doing? Sector three is a straight line, bro. Why are you bottling? Who bottled sector three in Baku? But um, obviously Charles Leclerc, another pole, another pole to the name. Got a lot of poles. It's like Magic City. <laughs> Honestly, got a lot of poles. Um, but that set up the. Sprint, the actual sprint race and uh, something happened in the beginning of that race guys um, George Russell qualified fourth Max Stappen third behind Perez and uh, Charles Leclerc there was a little incident between um, nothing just an incident it's just an incident between uh, George and Max first of all I'm going to come to you Mars whose fault is it? Kenny George's fault but Max has some damn cheek. I'm sorry. Like after all this stuff we've seen over the past how many years? Almost ten years. You have some bloody cheek, bro, to come out. So you shouldn't be saying uh, we all don't have grip, mate. Whatever, whatever. Bro, is that called him a dickhead or whatever it was? It's just dumb, man. He is just dumb. Like you're you. What was this? What was this thing when he was facing this? It's just hard racing. That's what it was. It's hard racing. You get how you get how you live, bruv. And it came back to bite you in your ass. Now you see you don't like it. See what we all had to go through in twenty twenty one. Yeah. What, what, you and you know what? It's not even just twenty twenty one because he still does it to Lewis to this day. So it's obviously something I he changed. Brazil, bro. Huh? I thought you didn't watch Brazil, bro. I didn't watch Brazil. Man, saw the highlights. No, but I said he. Why still... did he just refer to that? Oh, he he, he does it to Lewis. Now, when did he do, he did it to Lewis in Anytime. Brazil? I don't, I don't, I didn't watch Brazil, but I know he's done it before as well. Mm. Was it, um, was it Zandvoort? He did it to Lewis. Zandvoort was just like he's gonna get overtaken, but no, uh, was it um, Kota? I know maybe Kota. I can't remember. But there was another one. I remember he did it last year. 
And I'm sure whenever him and Lewis are side by side, it's like, please, just... Man said he's moving like that. You know when the turtle sees uh, Black Air Force? <laughs> <laughs> when Max Verstappen sees Lewis Hamilton, it's like a turtle when he sees Black Air Forces. Yeah, it's man. on smoke. I need to hit it. It's like Roy Keane. I just, I just need to, you know... Just want to smash it or something. Make me feel better, you know? Um, Do you know what's funny? What? It's the fact that while Max targets only Lewis Hamilton, George Russell's the complete opposite, where everyone else, he sends them into the wall. Lewis Hamilton, he opens space. Look at the opposite today. He opened the inside line. He gives space. No, no, today he off pad. He off pad. He off pad for Lewis. Why do you think every time Lewis is behind him, he starts crying on the radio? Because he's like, I can't fight this brother. He's, he's, he, you have to think about it. He's a PR man, isn't he? He's looking at the optics. Yeah. If I crash into my team, what does it look like? Well, that's why in Mexico he hopped off the Especially road. Especially in that in the scenario where he's like behind Lewis in the championship by quite a lot now. Hmm. So he's kind of like thinking, I need the points here. You know, I can't risk it. You know what I'm saying? But against Max Verstappen, I think if Boas was his teammate, he would have he would have crashed into Boas. If it was him and Boas, he would have crashed into Boas. Who, uh, George, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Oh, no. We were speaking about this. We were speaking out before the recording. What did we say? We said that he's got nothing to lose. Yeah, nothing to lose. I guess Max Verstappen has got nothing to lose. Same way Max Verstappen in 2021 had nothing to lose. Especially at the beginning of the season, he had nothing to lose. He was yeah. just like, F it. It's the last uh, re- uh, car in this regulation. It's my last shot. Let me do this. And then you could see when it became real, like, oh, I can actually win this championship now. That's when the Fred become unraveled, you know what I mean? The yeah. last four races, he was just become head loss. You know what I mean? Before he was fearless, you know, like Imola stuff like that. He was just dunking on Lewis's head. He was like, I don't care if I if I if I uh, if I uh, get a penalty, I don't care. Yeah, that's how he's driving. I think yeah, because uh, Lewis had obviously was going after number eight, so he just was like protect the car at all costs. And he had he, something to he, lose. Yeah, he allowed Max to do a lot of things to him. But Russell right now has nothing <coughs> to lose against Max Verstappen. Yeah. That's why he would drive like that. And do you know what's so funny? Yeah? I don't think a lot of people know that of all the people, all the drivers, Russell will drive like that. If he's, he's, He will take you out. He's more akin to Max than he is to Lewis in terms of driving. Yeah, of course. He will take you out. We've seen it. I, said, I, what I remember a long time ago. What was it? Uh, against Jack Aiken. Oh, yeah, there's GP3. He, he took out Jack he Aiken t- at the end. took him out. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> Championships on the line, GP3 times on the line. I don't care, I'm taking you out. What do you that was his teammate, no? Yeah. What do you think I like him? He got that dog and he's got that. The thing is, it's one thing yeah, where you're a terrorist on, on the track, yeah? Like, all drivers have moments of terrorism, it's fine. It's more about accountability and if you're going to be the bad guy, just embrace it. I think I don't like Max's like crying because like you're also the bad guy. Yeah. So it's, and then also a case of uh, he can dish it, but he can't take it. Yeah. And then also one important thing is he needs he needs to realize um, when racing um, when racing. So he, Max said he's gonna remember this, and Max said it like he's a murderer. Right. He's gonna remember this, but if he crashes into George, George will cop out the car and smack you on the helmet. He smacked Bottas on the head, bruv. You don't care, man. Jules don't care. Like, he's built from a b- bit of a different cloth. Like, yeah, he speaks nice, but 
it will smack you upside the head if you if you go wrong. Like these two will that, actually that, fight. When you retrospectively think about that, do you know how mad that is? That man got out of a car after having a crazy crash or someone and then slapped on the helmet. No, no, no. That's because Bart did swear at him. No, I don't, so he was gonna yell at like Bart anyway, but like Bart swore at him and said, "You know what? F this. I'm gonna smack you, you on the head uh, as well." Imagine, imagine the Max Verstappen after Monza just got out of the car, saw Lewis, and then saw the car parked. His head just slapped. Yeah, just he like, would have died that day. You know what I mean? He would have died. Max would have died that day because I would have caught a flight to Italy <laughs> straight away, blood. Yeah, yeah. Because that one a light crash. Nah, Bottas nah. and Russell, that one a light nah, crash. Nah. Bottas could have died. Yeah, and he just went. What if he had concussion? You know what I mean? That's true. C to E, man. Talk to talk to the guy, man. But why was he in P8 in a Mercedes? <laughs> That's what people don't understand. That crash is a crash that should have never happened. But we're grateful because it got Lewis a P2. We're going to speak you like Bottas. We're on to you, you know. We're gonna, we'll spoke about that at the end of this uh, pod, but we're going to speak about Bottas. Um, but uh, as you can see, Charles Leclerc got overtaken by Perez. But surprisingly, they didn't get overtaken by uh, Max Verstappen in that sprint race. Uh, George ruined his car. <laughs> because uh, he had a bit more, you know, a bit more aero on the side of that side pod, a bit of damage. Um, surprised that after all that, George didn't catch him. Is that how bad the Mercedes is? That he couldn't catch a damaged Red Bull? Yes. Like, no. the the top... Okay, the Red Bull and Charles Leclerc were in a league of their own this weekend in terms of pace. Russell couldn't keep up. No. And he was clear of Sainz and Alonso because and Hamilton. Max couldn't really keep up with uh, uh, Charles. Yeah. And George was clear of the rest of them behind him. So it's really spooky. There was actually no reason for him to be that kind of far behind. Didn't the restart mess up George though? Wasn't yeah, it that was there, reason? Was, there, there was a red flag in, yeah. in that quality session. In that, in that uh, sprint, sprint race. race. Yeah. So that's the reason why he couldn't pass Max in the end. Because he, well, he, did, he did pass Max. He passed Max. He passed Max. And then Max took Max him on the restart. Uh, Dunked him. Took the position back. Oh. Yeah. I thought, that, he, took, I thought he took him back on the restart. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. That tractor on restarts is really bad because no, both Lewis and George got cooked at the first restart on the sprint Hamilton race. Hamilton got cooked in the sprint, ra- sprint race restart. And then uh, Russell got cooked today in this restart because I don't yeah. know what's going on with that Mercedes, but boy, um, sprint race. I don't think. I think it died out after the, by the end. Like Perez just he was comfy. Yeah. Charles weren't really challenging. That I think it just peters out after lap fifteen. You just really know what's going to happen. There's not going to be anything crazy. Gonna Unless someone has like terrible tires, it's fine. Well, they they decided to put my team McLaren decided to put Norris on uh, softs. Right decision. You were not in the points. I know, but it's just them soft died after like five laps. The guy was dropping like a stone. He was the, I was like, why is this guy at 15? What the hell is going on here? Like, that's how bad those ties are. Pirelli yeah. need to sort it out. Pirelli need to sort it out, honestly. Um, but we'll move on from the sprint race. We'll actually talk about the race itself this morning. Uh, not this morning, like 12 o'clock midday UK time. Um... We had Charles Leclerc on pole. We had Max Verstappen second, and uh, Perez third. I think it was a. Uh, I think it was a clean start. Usually in Baku, something goes wrong, but the only thing that went wrong was uh, Nick De Vries, uh, and he caused a, a, a untimely safety car. I think the safety car came out a bit late. Let me know what you think because obviously Nick De Vries, it looked like clearly he couldn't move. He couldn't reverse. Nothing like that. Max Verstappen's in the lead at this moment. They've both overtaken. Max Verstappen and Perez have overtaken Charles Leclerc and they've gone into the distance. And then 
they've told Max to box. The safety car's not been called up. Is that more to do with them being late to put the safety car out or Red Bull's mistake for calling them in, assuming the safety car's going to get called up? I think they thought um, the Vries was going to be able to reverse. Sorry. I think they thought uh, the Vries was going to be able to reverse out and just get back to the pits. And it was just going to be a yellow flag. And that was it. I don't think they actually maybe thought it was going to get be a safety car. I think they thought, you just put it in reverse, he'll be able to get back to the pits. But obviously, the Vries is the Vries, so he wasn't able to do that. Um, and then just end up, yeah, just bad timing, as I said. I just... It's just bad luck. It's bad luck for yeah, things happen. It's not. It's not the because um, I know a couple of people on the timeline were blaming uh, Red Bull for making a poor decision by calling boxing. Boxing. Yeah, I mean, it, at the end of the day, with hindsight, it's always going to be a poor decision, isn't it? Um, but I feel like Red Bull have like one or two moments where they're just not Red Bull, and yeah, this was one of their moments. It wasn't so. even a quick stop for Max, by the way. They gave the lightning. Was it two point seven or something? Two point like seven, and then yeah. Perez got two point three. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like, obviously, then the safety car came out, and all, and you know what's so funny? The freeze binned it when everybody, a lot of people, just pitted to put the hards on. Yeah. So Hamilton pitted. Uh, I think yeah, Norris, uh, Albon, uh, Yuki Tsunoda. A lot of people pitted already. Oscar, and it kind of. Where depending on where they came out, kind of we were in their race school. We had Ocon and Holkerberg who were on the hards from the beginning and they had no intention of pitting. And you could see that on the restart, that was crucial for Hamilton's race. He overtook Holkenberg and uh, Ocon quick time yeah. in the first lap. And Norris didn't. Norris race finished. Everybody that was behind their man, their race was finished. If you're yeah. behind Ocon and... Uh, because the, them cars are too fast on the straight. The Ocon's too fast on the straight, the Alpine. So nobody's over going to overtake him. They had no intention of pitting. Um, you made a point that it was like uh, Alonso in Monaco last year. It's nothing like that. No, Alonso. Do you know why it's nothing like that? Because he's holding position. He wants seventh place, Alonso. Nobody can overtake him because it's Monaco. You don't do it in Baku where you already know you have to pit. The problem is. What's the, what's the purpose of it? And the problem was. He couldn't go any faster. So this is a thing of more about the inability to overtake rather than, um, let's say, him being a prick. It's more like, Alonso was just there going, I'm not even bothering to drive fast. This is more like a, this is as fast as I can go. If you can overtake, go for it. If not, hold that. Where in Monaco last year? No, in Monaco last year, Alonso drove purposely slowly. Purposely slowly yeah. to hold his position seventh place because yeah. then he backed up the whole back. Remember Hamilton was behind yeah. him? He did it on purpose so he could hold on to that position, but he'd already pitted. So he didn't have to like mandatory pit like how Ocon had to. Yeah. So Ocon and explain to me, Ocon, I need somebody out there to explain to me what Alpine's strategy was and what's uh, has his strategy. Safety car and God willing. No, man, this is not this is not my beloved sport, man. I don't <laughs> understand is. what the hell is going on. Haas that have done that multiple times. They've just gone safety car and God willing. That's like going into a foot match and just saying, uh, "Inshallah, the other team gets a red card." How can that be your strategy? Your strategy can't be hoping someone bins it. That was their strategy: is stick on the hard. Yeah, that's, and what, that's, my stra- that's what I'm hoping for, uh, City. So. Hey. <laughs> 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 You're hoping that other people to mess up. You know what uh, I mean? Exactly, man. But it's just... 
I don't really. Maybe this is copium, because obviously <coughs> they're in McLaren's race in it. Um, because prior to the safety car, we were quite close to getting maybe seventh, being behind Russell and so on. And I feel like if we were in the DRS, we could possibly be in that situation. But uh, first, first of all, before we go on to anything, let's talk about Alpine. So Alpine this weekend was interesting because throughout the whole they're not good. No, no. Do you know why it was interesting? Because the whole break that we had, the three and a half weeks, unprovoked. Otmar was talking. Yeah, we can talk. We can uh, be faster than Merck and AM. You know, we have the potential there. We're gonna bring upgrades to Baku. We're gonna do our thing. Nobody asked them to say this. No. And then from the jump, their car was on fire in practice. They're not good. They're not good. Ocon had to not do practice for safety precautions because they didn't know what was going to happen to his car. This is the team that somebody told me, yeah, they're better than McLaren. They operate better. It's fine. They've got better drivers. What are you talking about? What, what's going on over there? They've got better management. What, what, what are they doing over there? It's not. It's just, just shocking. I saw Gasly get pitted like eight times today and I saw Ocon doing the worst strategy of all time. Why have we got like double the amount of points of them now? What are they doing? Chris looks stressed, man. No, because this you 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 know the streets, Chris. You've been on Baguette Twitter. Tell me what they're saying. What's going on over at Enstone? Even even Baguette Twitter don't know. It's one of those they're just like too busy rioting in Paris. That's the problem. Bruv, the engine supporting the solidarity. Yeah, it just went on fire straight away. They went back to blue and it's just all gone like pear shaped. I don't know what's going on like they got upgrades and everything but it's just like they're not do you know what they they need a normal weekend they need a, one normal weekend and then we can sit there and go okay this is what you man are on because in Saudi there were the normal weekend they were clear of everyone else but not touching the front teams then in Australia Gasly was battling with signs that's signs but it was like every it was week top five no he was top five in Australia. Yeah, he was running. He was running that top five in Australia until the end. Then he crapped the bed, and um, and now again they've just had a really messy weekend. Is that every weekend's been a messy weekend? They need to, you know, sort it out. Like we we cook McLaren for their stuff, but generally their weekends have been a lot more cleaner than than um, Alpine's. Every week these men are doing either recovery drives or stuff has gone wrong or they've had a, like a stink of a race. So, boy, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. And I, I just really think that, I think a lot of people hate, rated them highly and then I just feel like organisationally they're not. There's, there's, we saw, you heard listeners to the last episode, we put Otmar Rossi there. I just don't think it's vibes in over there. I think it needs a little bit more organisation. But horrible weekend for them. Um, zero points. Once again, two weekends in a row, zero points for Alpine. A team that's supposed to... I, I generally... I, I'm not even concerned about them anymore. Driver. I know we're going to beat them. Driver. I know. It's drivers as well. I don't... It's the drivers. We've got to talk about him. Well, who? Who? The elephant in the room? Yeah. Mr. Pierre Cassidy. No, but then a certain cast member is not going to be happy about this. That's fine. They cannot be happy about it. It should have turned up today, innit? Then he could argue his point. <laughs> but at the end of the day... <laughs> He needs uh, to, yeah, you've been called out, brother. He needs to go to the fraud list now, man. It, that is No, because we put him on the watch list la- last week. Yeah, but it's fraud list now. It's th- these are two shocking performances in a row. 
Like no, no, no. But I think Australia he performed, but and then obviously this, no, no, you can't perform and then and then crash into your teammate. You literally can't perform and then crash into your teammate. It's an awful That's performance. That's Button's best ever win. That's like saying. <laughs> I, that gentle's land is good, but go on. No, because I was saying, you can't win because it's that what's called. It's like saying, oh, I got two assists and then, um, or two, I scored two goals, got a red card, we lost 3-2. That's not a good performance. That's a terrible performance. Uh, are you? I think we should give him a time frame because obviously we reconvene. We, we put no, him we, on probation, bro. No, we put, he's on probation right now. He's on tag. But I'm saying to you, like, we reconvene in August. For a reason. First I don't August. need to wait till August. No, 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 no. Don't, don't overrule us. I, I, are you saying, uh, Chris, what, what are you saying? First of August, we'll review it. Unless he really stinks. We'll have August. an emergency meeting if he's crazy if, stinks. Because well, how much points he's got now? Let me check before we get started. Four. They both got four points. <laughs> hey, have you ever seen that picture of like Hasbro and he's wearing a suit and he's looking out the window and he's looking down? That's me how I'm looking down at Alpine. Because them man, they were telling me they were talking crazy to me. Nah, man. They're, they're, um, they're poor, man. So he's got four points. And so has Ocon got four points. They both got four points. So they've got four points from the first two races. And I don't think Gassi scored so, points so in the... Bottas. Gassi didn't score points in the first race either, did he? No, he did. He did. So Gassi he did, scored he did points that. in the first point, first race. Then he scored points again in, in Saudi. Saudi. Okay. That's about it. Yeah, so he went all the way from last, Gasly, in South, in Bahrain. Bahrain, okay. I, I, did I watch Bahrain? It's probably when I didn't watch again. We were there. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, they they all got the same points as Oscar Piastri and his rookie, his fourth race. So, and we'll keep an eye on him. I, I, what I will agree is uh, we've got, what, five more races in the next six weeks? Oscar had a good race. We've got a shout out Oscar. He had food poisoning. Huh? Uh, yeah, food poisoning. And I know what that's like. Um... That's a horrible feeling, but when you got food poisoning, and you just yeah, I'll say I wanted to visit Baku. If you got that food poisoning in Baku, I won't be worried. Now, huh? <laughs> no, but the McLaren drivers <laughs> are always ill, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, our doctors, uh, our personal chef is moving crazy. Uh, why are we always getting? Uh, why is Lando always sick? Lando yeah. was sick in Brazil and Spain last year. Yeah, man. Don't know what's going on, but, but yeah, yeah, Oscar's sick. Um, but yeah, he did. I think he did a good drive. Do you know what I think? Do you know what makes me happy about Oscar, yeah? Is that he's always near Norris. Yeah. He's not like miles away. No, you know what I mean? Not. He's always within uh, a couple of seconds. he's cooking of Norris as well. Quality. There's times where he's cooking Norris as well. well I mean, it's vice versa, but it's like, there's times where he's like, yo. He's very clear. Like, if, you look yeah. at, if you look at sprint quality yesterday, that guy is basically the same time. Mm. That's what I think did. if you look at... the same time of strolling. Real on quality. ability... They're the closest to than any other driver pairing. I think. I think those two they're the closest. Mm, let me think. So Red Bull, no, obviously. Yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari definitely not. No, obviously, M- Mercedes? Mercedes. No. And I think you know I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Lewis cooked Russell today. We're gonna have to speak about this right now. I can speak about it. And I'm quite comfortable because I, I I checked I checked the statistics before I came in. Oh, why? This guy's like, was he Johnny Cochran? <laughs> What's wrong with this guy, bro? <laughs> hey, I saw I saw the stinker coming. Yeah, I said, you know what? Let me check what was going on beforehand. Yeah, before we get to the end. Okay, so 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 let's let's talk through this. What happened in the race? Russell benefited greatly from the safety car. Yeah, yeah, he got his safety car tax back he after Australia. 
he, he was living <laughs> off that last year, that safety goal tax. Yeah. So then he was significantly ahead of Hamilton. What was it? Positions wise. He was, because Hamilton's was eighth. He was fourth, in it? Do you know how bad his yeah. restart was? Oh, no, yeah, because he was driving, he was all over the place at the restart. It was horrible. So he lost places while Hamilton gained multiple yeah. places. Then uh, we've got the, that picture perfect moment when uh, Hamilton dunked on uh, Russell. Um, do you think he could have defended that bell? If it wasn't Lewis Hamilton. It, I don't think it was a tactical one. If it wasn't Lewis Hamilton, he would have defended that a lot harder. But because it's Lewis Hamilton, he knows what it is. I just don't think. I don't like what you're saying because it's making it sound like, oh, he's, uh, Lewis, Lewis, he just gave it to Lewis. No, no he's not give it to Lewis, but no, you know. But, okay, no, okay. Let, let's check this, check this out, yeah? Hamilton overtook Stroll. Yeah. Yeah, quite easily. Yeah. Obviously, Stroll made his mistake, whatever, but then once he got past him, he was gone, innit? What was Russell doing? Once again, behind Stroll. Because he took him in here. Just turn one, he overtook him in it. Yeah, because after Stroll dropped off on the last corner. Then Hamilton was got able him to the get got him on the straight. Yeah. The prob- the thing is, because Hamilton, he wasn't that far gone. Stroll was two seconds behind and Russell was like another second behind him. They were less than like five seconds apart until Russell just dropped off the road for whatever reason and then he pitted for fastest lap. Pitting for fastest lap is shameless as well, by the way. Yeah. Obviously, he had it, the gap. He had the gap. If Ocon wasn't there and there was no gap, he would have just been... Whatever, but because there was a gap, it's like I, even I don't think he was that close to Stroll anyway. He was that you. He he wasn't gonna. He, no, he, 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 he wasn't gonna overtake. Him. Yeah, because no one was overtaking. Unless someone made a mistake. No, apart from being apart from Bottas, you got stripped by Gasly, and then Hulkenberg when his tires hey, were finished. Bottas is a stripper, man. He's an absolute stripper. He's awful. Like, this guy lost like 40 places on one weekend. How, how's that possible? <laughs> I said 40 places. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, Oli Behrman finished ahead of Bottas this weekend, bro. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm lordy, really... lord. Lordy, lordy. Oh, lord. my God. Like, and he, and how many times? He played like four times today as well. Look, Alfa Romeo, we can see you. You're on the full list for a reason. Alfa no, listen. I, I was the first person to bring this to the attention of the people. I, I've got... People are trying to even insinuate at the beginning of the season that Alfa Romeo is better than McLaren I said absolutely not no they're bad this organisation is fraudulent you know what I'm saying they're bad man um, I, I, do you know what we usually do our Latifi nomination at the end of the pod but I'm saying it's Bottas I think yeah, I'm, I'm, I think we've got joint winners this week here man so Bottas and who? Uh, De Vries of course Bottas, De Vries and I don't think Gatti as well no no no, no, no. The FIA. Oh, yeah. The, the camera situation. The, the Ocon situation. So, so yeah. people that haven't watched it, um, Ocon was going around on his final lap. He still had to box. Oh. And um, these guys still had camera crew had camera crew in the pit lane, just in the thing. And then we had the Red Bull mechanics jumping on the pit wall to celebrate for Perez. Um, what's going on there? Because this is not like something is new because... I swear there was like people in the pit lane when Albon was pitting in Australia as well last year on the yeah. last lap. Yeah. Oh no, and it was um was it was it a race this year where was it Australia this year where they were all running towards um the fans were all running onto the track. Oh yeah, they the ran the Don't think we didn't see that. Don't think we didn't see that. They because they they purposely swept that under the rug, television wise. Yeah. 
But Bay Australian fans are on the track as well. Yeah, when that, cars are on the that's track. crazy, man. So, what do you think of that? That what are they playing at safety wise? Because yeah, you will target Hamilton for wearing piercings. You will target other drivers on stupid penalties. But you're, this is like basic health and safety standards. Yeah, and the fact the matter is, you should know that you know what one driver still has less to. P- I mean, basically, no one should be allowed on the pit lane in the pit lane until the race is finished. I can understand if you're setting up for the race winners, blah de blah. Fair enough. You have one or two guys putting out the the number one podium, number two thing. Fair enough. But the fact that there was whole camera crews, photographers, like. Yeah, we you, you get. It. You need to get your pictures and whatnot, and where and wherever, because it's going to make you money. The better picture you get, the more money you're going to get. Fair, fair enough, but the race isn't finished until the race is done. No one should be allowed with it on a pit garage, pit lane, whatever. It's just stupid. Health and safety basics. Like if someone dies, you're getting sued millions. We're talking millions. Who who, who investigates uh, this issue? And the f- that's the problem. The FIA investigating the FIA. What is this? It's stupid. What is this? Not an independent body. It needs to be... A- investigate this off. You know what? We'll do better next time still. That's what they're basically saying. Yo, we'll do better still. Next time, next time still. What? What are they at? Have they even said anything? Oh, they put that statement. No, they put that statement. statement. I'm trying to find the statement now. Uh, and then I'll read out on the pod. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me just find the statement out now. Um, because they're a joke. No, it's, it's ridiculous. And... Yeah, I feel. I I mean, I get the pit wall one. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why they're not letting people climb on the pit wall anymore. Well, uh, because like, no, it's never been something. It's like they're that's fire, that's, that's, that's about, that's about, but that's they're like, always looking for problems that aren't no, no, no. there. That's a health and safety one because why are they running across the pit lane when there's good cars could still no. But I, that's, that's fair, fair I enough. Understand that one. Fair enough that I can understand that from that perspective, but can they're already meant to be in the pit garage anyway? They're meant to be there. It's not like the photographers and them aren't meant to be there. Like the only people that should be there is that couple cameramen that are with the different TV networks. But fair. So you're saying that oh, if it's pit crew people, they know how to operate in a pit exactly. Crew and they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna be like they're gonna see Ocon coming. They're not gonna stand there. Did you see Ocon was literally coming around the corner? Then man were on the actual pit with lane a camera. with a camera, and it was like Ocon's like about ten meters from them. And it was like oh shit, we need to go now. And they started running. Like, it's too late now, bruv. And the thing Ocon is, has to, you're actually hindering Ocon's race as well. And Ocon's going in the pit lane at motorway speed. Sometimes when we sit there and go, oh, they're in the pit lane, they're driving slow. They're going the at 50 miles per hour. Motorway speed. It's not, you know, it's not the normal, the normal, like, 10 miles an hour. It's, you're going at like 50, 60 miles They're doing miles speeds that I do down the A13. Come on, man. Get, get, get going. He's blowing, you know. Huh? When you look at it, like on, the, uh, obviously from the outside it don't look like he's blowing, but on the onboard, yeah, he's going fast. Exactly. Well, like if you if you hit a child at forty miles an hour, <laughs> if you hit it at thirty miles an hour, um, if you get hit by F one car, does it chop off your ankles? Oh no, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I saw that video of the guy in the seventies. You don't want to see that stuff. Why man. are you watching them things there, man? What's your problem, bro? YouTube back in the day was a different place. Man, was a, what was the other place? The other website that used to show crazy stuff. What um, Vimeo? Not Vimeo. Oh, um, I forgot the name. Ah, uh, with Daily Motion. Daily Motion. Is, is Daily, Daily Motion? Motion? There was another one, but yeah, Daily Motion had crazy stuff on there. Um, okay, let me let me just say what the 
reason statement was. Stewards heard from FIA representatives and determined that the relevant representative... Uh, let me read that again. Forgot how to speak English. The stewards heard from the FIA representatives and determined that the relevant representatives took steps to set up Park Fermi area, to set up the Park Fermi area, and also permitted media and other personnel to gather in the start of the pit lane and pit wall during the last lap of the race, while the pit lane was open and before the pit lane stop of OCL. Ocon, basically, before the last pit stop of Ocon. the FIA representative expressed their regret at what happened and are assured that and assured us that they would do so in time for the next event. So they basically just said, Who would the represent the representatives of them? The stewards and the representatives is the FIA, no? Yes. This is a joke. This is a joke. Okay, let's talk about the star the star man of today, Sergio Perez. Um do you think this is a real title challenge? The six points apart now. He, I think, this is one of the first race weekends where, he, no, not first weekend because he's done it before, but he's actually scored. Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen was nowhere near him. Yes. I, what? I, this is going on, Chris. I, oh I, my I, don't, God. I, don't, I don't think I don't think he is going to be like a full on title challenge or Max. I'm slandering your name, like removing you from any chance of being with the elites but yeah um he's cooked this weekend he's been good this season like australia was a stinker but generally he's been quite good this season and in reality he's between the two of them so he's got to be there every time manx has a stinker it's gonna be a terrible season isn't it it's gonna be a terrible season yikes yeah overall i think like Perez, he had a good weekend. He had a great weekend, I say, um, to win both his races. Um, but it's it's not gonna it's not gonna last over a season. Yeah, and it's Baku. It's like a street track. I, I'm not like I get it, you have to win at all types of races and stuff, but it's always the same thing. He just kind of knows what he's gonna do. I'm not surprised by it. But we do have a lot of more street tracks coming up, so that could benefit him. He just patterns the street tracks and then there's obviously the other tracks and he finishes second. I think there's a certain type of street track he does well at. I don't think he does well at every street track. I don't think he's going to do well in Miami next year. I think, oh, next week, sorry. I think he's going to... Is Miami technically a street track or is it a car park? It's It's the Miami Dolphins car park. (laughs) It is what it is, man. It's just... It's, it's, It's an interesting one because it's like... I think he's close, time-wise. You know, like, there was periods before in 2021 and even in 2022, he was nowhere near Max, quality-wise. I think it's one of the biggest gaps amongst teammates. Yeah. But now, like, if you look at the quality sessions, do you know how close their times are? It's, um, it's, Paris is chatting to him. Is it? Or is it, Max even just in, like, like, even in Bahrain Max and in Australia. I said, is it or is the match just taking it easy? No, I think Max is having a difficulties with the car. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can maximize it how he was last year. I think he's having difficulties, especially with how twitchy the back end is right now. Even though he likes a twitchy back end, and I feel like he's, you know, he like, you know, in Australia where he had that lockup, yeah, and it's just he can't, the car's not turning in. Yeah, he doesn't like the fact that the car's not turning in. That's fair. And Perez is an understeer guy anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Max is an oversteer guy, so I don't know, man. Obviously, you're never gonna, you're never gonna say that there's a title challenge. 
No, my whole agenda against Perez is the fact that he's not of the required standard to to have a title challenge. So this is like no, no, no. There was an there was an argument earlier this season to say who would be better in the seat, Ricardo or Perez. I don't think that's a question. Though. I was watching a video the other day. Or was it yesterday about Ricardo? And they were talking about how his McLaren ruined or he picked up bad habits at McLaren with his driving style. I think it was, it was a video from the race. Um, and they said apparently now it's fixed or it's close to being fixed and whatnot. So they're seeing the old Danny Ricardo. But again, that's that, I never like rated I said the old chat, Danny Ricardo anyway. That's anti McLaren agenda. Yeah. But Warner, I never rated Warner don't player. like Zach Brown. That's why he's saying that. But it has, there's some element of truth to it because he was that really low confidence as well. And I think once now he's caught that confidence back, but it is simulator stuff in it. No one really cares about sim. Like Mick Schumacher's probably doing more on the sim, but we've all seen him race. Um. <laughs> hey, I've seen him do the most overtakes in the Brazil sprint race. That that that's what you know. No, the, no, uh, I don't want to hear that, man. It, this uh, guy's really uh, crazy, that, man. that stinks. Away, that was the best weekend of ever predictions ever. Fanboying one for me. Lord of mine. <laughs> I, so, uh, so Sergio Perez, winner of today, now officially has more wins than Charles Leclerc. Does that mean anything? Yes and no. Because the eye test shows that Leclerc's a better driver, but does it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that as well. Yeah. Mm. Even I'm not that shameless. Mm, I don't know, man. What's his conversion rate? Uh, 20, 20%. Look, okay, he has... I don't know why people... Um... I think that conversion rate is very important. No, no, no. I, I think a lot of people are trying to say that's not a big thing, but it is a big thing. I don't care. How can you tell me it's not a big thing? It's a very big thing. Like, you if can't... You're, you're, I'm, you, I'm sorry. You... You're quick enough to get on pole. I, I get your team let you down a lot of the time, but then again... It comes down to you. If it was any other driver, we would not be doing this. Like to be fair, to be fair, like some of them, he should have never gotten pole. So like in Baku twenty twenty one, that pole is like a fluke. That was an alien pole. That yeah, that's he got a dunked on that four laps. Them two. That, the, he was. He should have never been on pole position. But the week before, like in Monaco, that's his own fault. That's that, his own fault. They'll, they'll say, oh, yeah, but why didn't they fix the car in time? Oh, why didn't they do it properly? Come on. You're the one that crashed it, bro. Yeah, he, he, he crashed it. So France is his fault. France is the... That's a that's a pole conversion right there. So for every, so for, funny, so, so for every, oh, uh, Monaco 2022, the strategy messed up. Look, I haven't converted the pole. There's a France. No, no, no. The thing is, yeah, you see Monaco 2022. Or Spain. Science was able to have the correct judgment and was telling Ferrari... Do not put me in inters. We'll go straight from wets to dries. This that is part of his. It's part of his thing, which goes against him. But it's like it's spooky. But some. But like, say for this season, I don't care because Red Bull's clearly way, way, way faster. Last season, it mattered a lot more. Do you know what? Yeah, I think it will be interesting. We actually have a listener's question um, regarding this, and they said. How long would the Paris title charge last? Let me just shout out the person's name one second. Because I don't want to look like... Uh, an idiot. We've got a lot of questions, actually. No, before we get on to questions, actually. First of all, yeah, shout out to Perez. Got the win. Um, let's give us our drivers of the day. What's your driver of the day? Um, I'll let you take your boy to be driver of the day. 
I will do Charles Leclerc because that was a very good drive. And driver, driver of the weekend. So I would say. Not the day. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be him. He was driver of the weekend. Like he did, he slapped it on pole twice, and he looked after his tires and got two top three finishes. Like the Red Bull's faster, so like I don't expect much from him. It's more about being ahead of the Aston Martin. Like Alonso got close, but there was never an attempt, and that's for him looking after his tires and keeping up a good pace at the same time. And he under he knew Alonso's game and managed it well. So. That's a good performance from him. He needed to pick his battles and drove maturely. So, all right, thank you, um, Mark. So he's your driver of the day, mm. of the weekend. Skip Paris. I can't think of anybody else. I'm going to Sergio Paris. Mm. Won, there was two races available. He won both of them. Exactly. Can't really fault him. No, I won't. He kept, he kept Max under manners in the second race. No, I agree with you guys, but I just didn't say his name because. I knew you, man, were going to say his name, so I'll give something different. That's the <laughs> hater in me. All right. Um, so, yeah, the first the first question is from uh, ASD, so at SOSHGN. Uh, at what race will Perez's title charge be over? So Miami. Miami's ta- title charge is over in Miami. Yeah. All right. I don't think it's mathematically possible to be over in Miami. Is what it is. So <laughs> what you're trying to say is that he will not win a race post-Miami. No, he will win the race. I just don't think it'll be anywhere near, I mean, near Max by the time he wins his next one. All right, you gone. I Remember see. last Miami, Perez had engine issues. By the way, but well, carry on. I'd say, P- I say, it depends on Max. Uh, uh, I'll say probably by July. So the first race of July, then then will be like that's the gap. Is, the gap that's is Silverstone, Silverstone, yeah. Austria. Yeah, that's when the gap should be big enough where we sit there and go, yeah, season done. I'll say Suzuka. That's way too late. No, no, that's you're doing the mathematics. I'll say Suzuka. Isn't it? I'm just saying on the vibes. Title charge will be over. Is, is that, you know how you know how when Leclerc bend it in France, Max was like, yeah, this championship's mine. I think it'd be around about the same time. But that's when Max says, yeah, championship's mine. All right, we've got a good question here. Do you think Max can cope under pressure? It feels like whenever he is under immense pressure, he blows up. This is at CFC 19B. No. I think he can cope under some pressure when it's guys like Leclerc, but when it's actual serious drivers who actually know how to race, I feel like, yeah, he can't. Hamilton, Russell, Perez, anytime they put him under pressure, I think he's like... Yeah, I'd like to see him go up against Alonso as well. I thought, yeah. So if he has that competition there, he's a bit. Mm. I th- it's not because he he did he, there was some races in twenty twenty one where he like he did like he dealt with the pressure of yeah he, Hamilton, he, you know what I mean yeah but then I also think there's that moments where he's just I think that's just hating me man he probably can <laughs> deal with it I, just, I, I think he's I think he's got. And everybody says, "Oh yeah, Max is matured." I think, I think, in terms of those moments, I think he kind of lets things go now. He's like, "Okay, I need to think about the next race or later on." He he's got more at line. He doesn't. Man. Do you think? No, 
I think. No, when there's races that are not on the line, like, you know how he was in Brazil last year? He already knew he won the title. Do you think he cared? He didn't even let Perez through. He don't care. There was no consequences. He's already won the title. He didn't really need to worry about any of that. Yeah, so that's, that's for me where I sit there and go, the maturity is not there. If he's got 25 points on the line and if he DNFs, he's going to lose the title. He's not going to do it. I think he will do it. You think he'll still do it? Yeah, he showed. He showed. He showed in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two against Charles, he won't make his stupid mistakes at the beginning. Yeah, because Charles was doing it all for him. It's true. We we all saw that. No, Monaco. but we saw like Jeddah, and they were like not hitting each other. You know what I mean? Because if if Max DNS there, it's a big problem. If he DNS three in a row, I think it was more of a case of it was still early in the season, and I think you drive different. I think Max drives different early in the season. I don't think it's that. I think it's just when he's not with Lewis. Right. And, and now George is on the hit list as well. Man said black air, turtle, black air forces. <laughs> Bruv, when he sees a Mercedes, he's not going to drive normally. All right. Uh, we've got a question from David SB4. Uh, question one is, how ass are Alpine after all that hype and all that happened with... We covered that. Isn't it? Yeah, we've kind of covered that already. And they're going to let McLaren breeze past them, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. Second question is, if Yuki keeps the trajectory... Uh, if Yuki keeps this trajectory, is it realistic for him to be in a Red Bull seat in 2023? I don't want him there. No, 2025, 2026. No, 2026. No, I said 2025 to 2026. Could he have that Red Bull seat? Is that realistic? I don't he keeps this tra- tra- trajectory. I don't want Yuki in a Red Bull seat. But he's a Red Bull driver. Huh? He's a Red Bull driver. He's a Red Bull driver, but I think, yeah, realistically, he can get into that seat if he keeps, um, keeps up these performances, but I wouldn't want him in that seat. I feel like he, he needs to go to a new team um, and have a team build around him. Hopefully, Honda make some moves within the sport, and they'll be able to do something there. I think like that's a. I think that would be like a good move for him as well. It'll be very comfortable for him. He needs a comfortable environment. I feel like going into a Red Bull that's very high pressured, and I don't see Yuki dealing with high pressure moments that well at this moment in time. I think he needs a very comfortable environment. I think he's oh, very do, comfortable do, do at think, Alpha Tari um, right now. Do you think now. Franz Toss leaving is going to change his mind? Because I remember listening to a board last week and he was like, yeah, that's like my granddad. Yeah, yeah. no, Franz Toss literally took him from Milton Keynes to Italy and said, my son, you're living here. I'm going to work you properly. Yeah. I think he, he's he's got a very comfortable and he likes it. And you saw it when he, when he, he saw him drive to survive. When he saw Gassi was going, he was kind of like, oh. I don't want Gassi to go. I want. I need that support there. And I mean, he's doing well. But don't get me wrong, he's doing well. But I also think that's because the reason is absolute ass. And um, but he's getting the best out of the car, and he's taking that thing. But we'll see how well yeah. it goes because we know Yuki as well. He does have these times where he goes on a run where he has some great performances of four or five races, and then he'll go on like seven races is where it will be like a dip. And we need, he just needs to keep that consistency. That's what I mean, like, the high-pressure environment, I don't think he could deal with it at Red Bull, even. Well, it depends how he develops over the next two, three years, but... Um, we've got a question from that leads on to that, from uh, Marty Williams 63 Who finishes the F1 season with more points, Nick DeFries or Liam Lawson? <laughs> <laughs> I made me chuckle. I chuckle. put the tweet of you know the unemployed black man. And I said that's what helmets gonna be sending Nick De, um, Nick DeVries if he carries on driving like this. And that Liam Lisa will take his seat in by Austria if he carries on. No nah, man. Well, all Lisa I'm gonna say, yeah, 
They Fran- might just put Danny Rick in that car a bit for, um, by the end of the, car, by the, end of the season. All I'm going to say, Franz Toss was right, yeah. Because when he was talking about... He wanted about, Mick in it. He wanted, he wanted no one, anyone, but Nick DeVries, kind of. He was like, it's not my decision, hell but I don't want this guy in here. Yeah, it's like, I don't want this guy here. And it's like... Sometimes trust F1 talent ID, guys. Because if he didn't get into F1 as an F2 champion, trust the talent ID. But if he was part of McLaren's academy and he got dropped. Yeah, so trust McLaren. So drop he got dropped from McLaren. Why do you think Mercedes was like, yeah, you Mercedes. can go. You can go. Mercedes says, you can go. Mercedes made no effort to get him into a Williams seat. <laughs> until know, it was watch like, it, watch it. Did you see the way people were fighting over Piastri? Yeah, and nobody's fighting for De Vries. I mean, they did kind of fight for De Vries. Like Williams, in the end, did want De Vries. Um, Williams, he was always, he was always number two. But yeah, but it was always going to be for that number two seat. And and it's like Alpha Tyre was like, oh crap, Gassi's going now. So who can we pick up? And they realized, say something. Junior guys probably aren't ready yet. So we'll give we'll give Nick De Vries a shot. But so we have got a question from uh, Olu Stappen. Um, and it says, is it insane to think that Lawson driving in the Red Bull and Oli Behrman driving a Ferrari next this year or next year? I think this year is out of question. Insane. Oli Behrman's not ready yet. Well, like Oli Behrman's not going to be in a Ferrari. Seat. He's not old enough to be in a Ferrari. Man's 17 years old. Where are they going to yeah. put an 18-year-old in a Ferrari seat? Okay. What the hell is going on? Okay. Um, all right. So the other questions uh, we'll get to on another time, but um, thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode for the Miami JP. Peace. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix, and it's lights out, and away we go. We off the grid, grid, grid. This for my Kiki. Network.